Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Hey, everybody. It's me, Kai Wright. So it's been a while, but I just wanted to pop over into our feed here and let everybody know what I've been up to since we parted ways last spring. Well, besides missing bed and trying not to be a destructive, awful gentrifier in my new neighborhood. Anyway, this is not about gentrification, but we do have a great new podcast that I want to tell you about. It's called The United States of Anxiety, and it's another production between WNYC Studios and The Nation magazine. Just like There Goes the Neighborhood. Now, obviously, we are in the midst of an unprecedented election. Sometimes it feels like everybody has just lost their collective minds. And honestly, particularly white people. So on The United States of Anxiety, we're trying to get to the bottom of it all. We launch on Thursday, September 22nd. That is soon. So go sign up on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And in the meantime, I'd like to play you a bit of what we've got in store for you. Today, Long Island is America's new major market with the highest spendable income per household in the nation. Late 50s, early 60s, uh, we're out here and it was a nice place to grow up. It was great. You felt a real sense of community. My neighborhood growing up, when everybody knew everybody. I don't really know my neighbors. I just worry about the younger people because what have they got to look forward to? Any kids nowadays? The American dream is dead. Some of you are frustrated, even furious. And you know what? You're right. We are going to build a great border wall to stop illegal immigration. Any immigrants from South America or Central America, what's going to happen? You always going to need immigrants. But you cannot try to shove it down people's throats. We're a country of immigrants, and that's why America is so great. And that's why Trump's going to make it great again. God bless the United States of... Anxiety. 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 I'm Kai Wright, and welcome to the United States of Anxiety, a podcast produced by WNYC Studios and The Nation magazine. Long before Donald Trump's remarkable revolution in the Republican Party, before Build That Wall became a stadium chant, or for that matter, before most Americans had ever heard of a democratic socialist, before all of that, an odd scene started playing out on highways across the country. In San Diego, Dallas, Minnesota, and on Long Island, people would gather on overpasses, and as the traffic rushed by beneath them, they held or draped signs that read, Impeach Obama are hawk to impeach, jail the traitor Obama. You get the idea. Some were clearly there just looking for a fight. <laughs> Silly Democrat. Here's a YouTube clip of one protester shouting at a cop. It's posted to an account named Counter Tyranny Ops. Don't cut my stuff down, man. This is a violation of my constitutional right. This is a violation of the First Back Amendment. Up. If you interfere with them, you're going to go to jail. I'm not interfering with anything, officer. Please don't push me. <sighs> Help! I'm being assaulted! I'm afraid! Cops, don't tase me, bro! I got a bad ticker! How'd we get here? What's really behind the depth of anger and frustration and fear that has so clearly motivated millions of voters this year? Here's our theory. 
In this election, we're not actually debating America's greatness. We're wrestling with its national identity, with the relationship between race and class and citizenship, and with the very idea of whiteness, with the privilege it has bestowed on some and withheld from others. And we're doing all of this as we face what have been unquestionably challenging times for everybody. Even as we watch the wealthiest among us do better and better, even as we hear leaders of both parties constantly tell us about America's great promise. Now, to be honest, I imagine many people of color are accustomed to the gap between our nation's inspiring ideals and its grinding realities. But it seems like many of Donald Trump's supporters, nearly all of them white, are having an unpleasant awakening. America is not working for them. I would say it was about three years ago. Hattie Dwyer is a respiratory therapist on Long Island. She spent her life and raised her kids in this iconic suburb. And she's one of those people who have been protesting out on the highway overpasses. My girlfriend and I had seen a movement going on all across America. Uh, It was called Overpasses for America. And um, we thought that was a great idea. What a small little thing we could do to help bring some patriotism back and uh, just stand on the overpass with the American flag. Cars go crazy. The sound of the beeping horns drowned you out. They were happy to see us up there. You know, we get a few fingers now and again, but who cares about that? WNYC's Arun Vanagupal met Patty this spring. Patty's a lot of fun. When I met her on her lawn, she introduced herself by giving me this big hug. She's got this beautiful working Cocker Spaniel who's always running around yipping, and it's called Maggie. It's, Maggie is a, a ginger. Patty's a ginger. It's this whole family of redheads. Yeah, Patty lives with her husband, Tom. Uh, they live in this one-story home not too far from the south shore of Long Island. They call me Chatty Patty. I wonder why. I don't know. So Chatty Patty does not at all sound like the type I would imagine screaming on an overpass. Oh, I can. She's <laughs> feisty, you know, and she was out there. And today she's this diehard supporter of Donald Trump. You know, big league, as he might say. She started a couple Facebook groups for him. And she really thinks that this is the kind of leader America needs right now. Somebody who is forceful, somebody who tells it like it is, who isn't politically correct. I remember when I was um, very young, my grandmother had said to me, Patty, always keep this in mind. Stand up for what you believe in, even if you stand up alone. Patty told me a story from her childhood. This was around 1970. Patty was in the ninth grade. I remember the kids being all excited and saying, we're going to walk out, we're going to walk out. The whole school's going to walk out. And I said, why for? And they said, against the Vietnam War. And I was like, oh, okay. There was a problem. Patty's uncle, Ralph, had just been killed in the war, and his death had devastated the family. She was really worried that she'd be dishonoring his memory and would invoke the wrath of her relatives. At the same time, she knew deep down that the war was wrong. I'm sitting there. Everybody else is starting to walk out of the classroom, and I'm like, what do I do now? And then Nan's quote came to my mind. I said, even if I stand alone, but most of the family... I think might object to me walking out. I don't know, blah, blah. And I just sat there a couple minutes in the classroom alone, and I I could still hear that very, sorry, quiet classroom. Patty finally got up and joined the protesters, siding not with her family but with her conscience. And now, 40-odd years later, she's doing it again, 
by supporting Donald Trump. But few regions of the country have been hurt worse than Suffolk. You know that. And it wasn't until I went to his rally. According to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, Suffolk Nassau region of New York has lost more than half of its manufacturing jobs since 1990. That's not good, folks. I realized that the media was only presenting 5% of what he was saying. And it totally blew me away. I left there crying, you know, choking up. Uh, I'm like, oh, my God. There are the issues, of course. Trump's stand against illegal immigrants, against terrorists. But that's not all. I just can't believe that this man, with all his money and all that he could be doing right now, like he could be sitting in the most beautiful place on the face of the earth, just twiddling his thumb. Yeah, Mar-a-Lago, or like Ireland or Italy, in a beautiful palace with servants, and that he'd want to make a difference here. Over the next several weeks, we're going to meet some of the people who genuinely feel like America has lost its mojo. And we'll also meet their neighbors, immigrants, from places like El Salvador and Ecuador and Mexico. Families that include people who are here without authorization, who are facing deportation, some of whom have committed crimes. These are the very people Trump and his supporters have targeted as one of the country's biggest problems. And it just so happens that in the suburbs of New York, on Long Island, both of these groups are living right next door to one another. Sure, they may not interact much. They don't necessarily frequent the same businesses or attend the same houses of worship, but they are neighbors. And as we've met them, we've learned that they have a lot in common. In particular, an enormous anxiety about the future. So we hope you'll come along and join us on our journey through the United States of Anxiety. The series launches Thursday, September 22nd. That's soon. So subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you there.